Looking to pass along your love of Mackinac to the next generation? Check out the brand new picture book, M is for Mackinac, a nature alphabet, written by Katie Klimchuk and illustrated by watercolor cafe owner and local artist, Kate Dupree. This beautiful book highlights Mackinac's natural treasures from arch rock to zinnias in soft watercolors. M is for Mackinac can be enjoyed by all ages and will grow with your children. Letters, names, and rhymes will delight younger children, and informational text will enlighten and entertain older children as well. Look for the book at the Island Bookstore, Mackinac Gift Shops, and online at katieklimchuk.com and Amazon. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hi everyone and welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host, Heather, and it's good to be back. I took the week off um, because I just wanted to. I took like a week off everything. I'm not a huge birthday person, but I just decided I was just going to chill and it felt great. So sometimes you just need those times to do that. Um, This last Friday, April 21st, was the opening day that they said for Mackinac. Which I tried to look up a little bit more information about that because I think it could be confusing sometimes to people if they hear that because I think they think, wait, is it not open? It is open. It just, what it is, is that as many of you know, more businesses have started opening. So like, I know for a fact that, um, a star line just runs through the winter time and then Shepler's was opening. So some of the stores will open a few more restaurants, but that's going to, you're going to start seeing a little bit more of them in the next coming weeks, which is very exciting. If you do not follow any of these places on social media, please do so because what's really fun to see is not only how things are changing there, but the progress, how it gets busier. It's just a really fun time coming up. And it's hard to believe. I couldn't remember when I went last year in May and it was um, like the 19th through the 23rd. So I was just right on that cusp of when everything was really budding. Like between when I left that Sunday to when I saw videos that next week, couldn't believe the difference, which I don't know if you guys have noticed that where you live, where I'm at, the leaves are finally coming back on the trees and everything's coming up. It just is so nice to have the colors again. I just love it. In other news, you might be hearing a few times, um, our crazy puppy Moe's is settling in quite well. He and Arlo are actually playing. Arlo is our beagle are playing in the background and it sometimes sounds crazy, but they're just playing. So if you hear something and think what the heck is going on at the house, it's our dogs playing. I love it. They're doing so well. Um, it has been a lot of fun. Having a puppy has just definitely been a whole change, but it's been, it's been really, really good. So back to the story at hand. I'm very excited today for you guys to tune into an interview that I had with an author that reached out to me and it was really interesting because 
I, I always am fascinated with anybody that's an author, but what she is doing for this book, um, I'm going to let her share everything about it. Um, and her name is Katie. And it has been such a pleasure to have this opportunity to talk with her. Her book is going to be available this week for you to get. Um, and I will share a little bit more after the interview. So sit back and relax and learn everything you can about Katie and her upcoming book, M is for Mackinac. All right, everyone. Welcome again to Totally Mackinac. And today I am joined by with Katie. And uh, we'll get into what exactly Katie is here to talk about in a minute. But of course, I always like to start out with the first question I ask anyone that comes on here. What is your Mackinac Island origin story? Uh, thank you, Heather, for having me. Um, so looking back, um, we definitely did some day trips going up to Mackinac when I was growing up. Um, I found out um, that my first one was at three years old, but I would say like my first real memory, um, it was like the eighth grade trip that we took. Um, we took a trip there with our class and that was probably the first time when I really explored more of the island and got to go more up into the interior too. Um, so yeah, that just kind of started the ball rolling. And then every few years, every couple years we would go um, eventually I ended up getting married there, ended up bringing our kids there. <laughs> so yes, it's been a long love story with Mackinac. That is so incredible that that <laughs> took you on that journey that you ended up getting married as well there. Where did you get married at? Yeah, so we, um, got married at, um, St. Anne's church and <sighs> we did the reception at, um, the grand, we did a September wedding. Uh, back in 2009 mm -hmm. um, and we actually also had our guests all stay at the Windermere so I recently heard your podcast yes! with them so that was so fun to revisit as well. Oh my gosh I love that so much that you had uh, so now I had the questions that I sent ahead to you but now I have a few more about your <laughs> wedding at the Grand. Oh. Did you work with a coordinator for that? Yeah yeah okay so that that particular year we went up there um, in 2009, we went up in the spring. We were originally looking for the following summer for June, 2010. Um, and, you know, just between cost and things like that. And I'm so happy we didn't because my grandfather ended up getting really sick and passing the next summer. So we ended up getting married in September of 2009 and um, worked with Marty at the Grand. Um, she was like the wedding coordinator um, and then we ended up working with um, Brevin, who was the DJ, and we had um, people at St. Anne's helping us with um, the music and the mass. And then Margaret Dowd was um, at the Windermere, so she worked with us on helping us to um, organize, kind of having the whole wedding party and everybody stay together for those couple nights. That is so awesome. I, I love everything about that. And I'm glad your grandfather got to be there for that too. That's very special for you to have that experience with him and stuff. So, um, and and yeah, Windermere, what a great place for them all to be, to, for all of you to be together with that as well too. Yeah, it was uh -huh. really special. And okay, so you said you went up in eighth grade. So um, I take it you grew up in Michigan. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, yep. So. 
Um, we're in the southeast Michigan area. I'm in Gross Point Farms now, but we grew up closer to um, Port Huron. And um, yeah, that was just kind of the tradition that we would go up for the eighth grade trip and stayed in Mackinac City, but would stay for like the whole day over mm -hmm. on the island. And, um, you know, you're getting to that age where you get a little bit more freedom. So we got to kind of explore with our friends. And um, so, yeah, that was that was a really special trip, too. I do. I do love that. And for the listener that might not be aware uh, that in Michigan, uh, this is something that I think is so unique about the island is that they do have those trips up there for the schools to come up there. And that is sometimes what kids go back to and they want to go back and experience that island in a different way. So I love that you're able to do that and experience it. And like you said, you got to go off a little bit about yourself. One thing that I have always loved, too, about the island is I feel very safe there. I feel safe. You feel very secure. Like if you want to let the kids go off and do something that that gives you a, an extreme peace of mind with that. Yes, for sure. Great. So um, now you taught elementary education and now you're able to homeschool with your children. And this led you into what you're actually here to talk to us about. And what is it that you are working on now? Um, so now I am um, a children's author. I have been writing um, on and off for about 10 years. Um, my kids are six and eight. So during some of those years, I wasn't able to do as much when they were really young, but um, I kind of returned to it seriously early on in 2020. I um, got a, an author's conference in and then everything kind of changed. But um, yeah, so I have had a soft spot for Mackinac, obviously, for a long time. Um, and I had developed a couple ideas, um, but what I felt really needed to be told still was the story of the nature of Mackinac, um, the things that have been there for thousands of years and will continue to be there. Yes, so. I agree. There is so much rich history there that I still, I, I have dipped my toes into it. I have no idea about the lengths of it because each time I think I know something, I find something else new. So right. I'm sure that that is the same experience for you doing this whole process for yourself so yes. now with this you have the a book coming out this spring can you share with the listener what this is going to be more in detail about sure um so it is titled m is for Mackinac a nature alphabet and it is a picture book um unlike some traditional um, picture books or alphabet books, it is, I would say the age range is probably a little bit more like five to 10 would be a great age range for it. Um, because I go into not only the letters and what they stand for, but also I have rhymes and then I have informational text as well that kind of elaborates on what that particular plant is or that particular landmark, uh, land formation, whatever it is, um, just with some more information um, so, yeah, I just really wanted to share more of the natural elements because um, Mackinac is over 80% state park. So even though a lot of us see the downtown and, you know, the hotels and things like that, um, these are the things that have been there for centuries and will stand the test of time. Um, so, yeah, I just, as I was researching it, I thought, I don't know if I can find something for every letter, but... Um, it actually really, the island lends itself so well to that. Mm -hmm. um, and I learned so much in the process about 
different animals and different things that grow there that I didn't even know. So, yeah, it, I uh, bet. It's fascinating. I bet. And with doing that, it probably has allowed you to even think about something in the future with that, too, because of how you thought of this. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, that could go into that. Um, now, what is the date that you're going to have for the release of that? Do you know that for sure yet? Yes, the release is going to be April 27th. Okay. Um, and we are working with Mission Point Press out of Traverse City, and there's definitely a possibility that you could order before that time. Um, so I will keep my uh, social media, Instagram, um, website, and all that updated with that information. Um, but yeah, we were really aiming for this spring release because you know, we know that the Mackinac season gets underway in May. So I wanted to make sure it was up there and ready. And so um, it will be there. How long have you been working on this? Um, I think I've been seriously working on that book for, um, I started probably in the summer of 2021. Um, so yeah, about a two year process. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really enjoyable to write too, because I could just take it in small snippets and kind of look at a couple letters at a time and a couple, a little bit of research at a time, um, and just kept going with it. And then I've just gotten great feedback from different people on the Island and even people on the, um, addicted to Mackinac Island Facebook group. I needed some help with, um, with the letter K and somebody gave me knots and trees, um, oh. <laughs> which, you know, I wouldn't have thought about. So we were trying to make sure there was nothing man-made in the book. Everything was completely natural. So Wow. Yeah. Uh, and if, if the listener has not joined that page, that is a, um, a great page to go for insightful information of so much more. It's on Facebook. It's called Addicted to Mackinac. And um, they just, there's there's a whole variety of, of information on there. I think one of the things I love is just seeing all the different pictures. But yes. this helped you. And then it makes mm -hmm. the connections come into how different things can lead you into meeting people that you might not have known were behind the scenes on stuff. That's, I mean, I that's how I have felt with it as well, too. Um, now you had a unique artist um, that some people will know from the podcast uh, that helped you with this book. Can you share who that is? Sure. Um, I had Kate Dupre do the illustrations. Um, and I know she was on an earlier podcast that I definitely listened to and I've been a fan for a while. Um, and so, yeah, so if you don't know, Kate is um, a well-known Mackinac artist, primarily watercolor and the owner of the Watercolor Cafe. And um, yeah, so I had actually reached out to her about a previous book idea a few years back um, that I ended up kind of putting aside when I developed this one, I knew that I really wanted her to be the illustrator. Um, I really wanted that soft illustration style and obviously somebody that lives there and grew up there, she knows she has that intuition about how to present the island. Um, and so I reached out to her in um, probably early on in the winter in 2021. Um, and then we really got things underway later this summer and she has been working really hard and it is looking breathtaking like i couldn't have asked for anything more so i'm really excited for everybody to see it 
I have no doubt. Kate is probably one of the sweetest people I have ever met. I mean, even when I went back there and ran into her in October, she's actually the one that introduced me, uh, got me connected with Robert from the Windermere. And then that's how it was. And she has just, she is just the sweetest person. And um, I, I love that she was able to do that for you. Do you have a favorite item at the watercolor that you like to get? So I've never actually ate there before, but I'm so excited to go this summer and I really want to try one of the poppies because they just yes. sound amazing. <laughs> yes. And the pesto grilled cheese is my favorite. Mm, it is so yeah. good. I mean, honestly, I don't think you can go wrong with anything there. It's so, I love the whole atmosphere, everything with it. Even if you're just getting a drink and going by there, it's right. it's a wonderful, wonderful place. And I love it. I love how cozy it is and the beauty of it. So I'm excited for you to go there and have something there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And your kids <laughs> are going to love it too. Yeah, it's for sure. I know. Um, so how did Kate and you work on deciding the illustrations? How did this whole process work with doing this? Yeah, so I pretty much had um, the text line, you know, outlined when she was getting started. Um, and then we had a few, you know, Zoom meetings, things like that, where we would kind of go over um, each letter and how we saw it. Um, like one that sticks out to me for some reason, um, w was is going to be for wild berries and i had this image in my head of the berries being wrapped around a fence in front of a cottage um and so you know like both of us would just have you know these different ideas she did a really cool northern lights one with um at british landing um and she was also really good and strategic about like making sure that we had in some of those in the background some of those landmarks um and some of those places that are more iconic Mackinac so that people really got that sense of place of, of where this book was taking place. Yes. And I think that that is uh, probably, was that interesting in the process? Like you would talk with her saying, okay, this is kind of what I'm visioning. And then she would work off of that too. Did you have any photos that you shared with her as well too? Like, because it's so easy to take so many pictures of Mackinac and then right. share it from there. Was that something that you used too? Yeah, yeah. So she um, had a great deal, obviously, of some great photos that we worked from. And then, um, you know, I would have specific ideas. And then I found this one picture of my mom and I um, last year. I found it. And it's a picture of us on a, um, a tandem bike. And I'm about seven. Uh -huh. And um, I'm looking back at the camera and my mom's looking forward on the bike. And I asked her, I said, is there like any way, because we didn't really want people in the book. Um, but I said, is there any way, you know, even just a background or something where we can have us in there. Um, and so for horses, for H, um, she actually has us like in the foreground and it's just the sweetest um, little um dedication you know to to this this memory of us together there um and so yeah so we definitely worked together on things like that and kind of like we for the flowers for instance we had um geraniums and and i knew that that was like such a grand hotel thing um, oh yeah good point and so yeah so we kind of made that like you know the grandest you know still the flowers are the focus but you see the grand as well you see the bridge like you still get those iconic Mackinac things, but um, 
the nature is like the front and center. Yeah. Are you are you more primary colors? Is it more pastel tones? What do you have for the colors that are with the book? Yeah, um, I would say that she and I definitely both like wanted to lean more cool colors, more bright, more summertime. Um, yeah. So I would say that it's it's more like that. Um, they're still, you know, pretty vibrant and everything. Um, right. Especially for watercolors like they. Yeah, it's amazing. But um, but yeah, definitely like a more of a, a cooler palette when we could. And um, we did get some winter in there for um, like the owl. We put a snowy owl in there um, and some other, you know, places. Obviously, we had a decent amount of spring as well because the trilliums and certain flowers are known to bloom early on in the season. Um, but yeah, that was kind of both of our thoughts was you know, this is what most people think of with Mackinac. This is, you know, the sparkling water, the blue sky, the, you know, um, just those cool tones in the water. Yeah, I agree. It's, um, and I think too, um, when you're out on walks, if people are not familiar on the island, they do a fantastic job of putting signs out, like if it is a trillium flower or like if it's the state tree, and and just little bits of information about that throughout the island that you find fascinating with it um and i i, I personally love that you know because sometimes you don't know what a particular flower might be and i think that they do a great job with that on on the island is um trillium the state flower or is it is, is that one the state flower or is it just a popular flower on the island yeah i don't actually know yeah, um, I think it's just a popular flower for the island. And, you know, in researching, I kind of was able to learn about that the trilliums have to bloom really early because once this once the trees start growing their leaves and they start blocking out that sunlight, then the trilliums can't get it anymore. So it's this kind of nature's way of knowing like the earth is waking up, the trilliums need to bloom first. And then, you know, the canopy of the trees closes in. So so now with you publishing a book about Mackinac, it is, have you made deals to have it at some of the shops on the island? Uh, how is this all going to be working out for you with that? Yeah, so it definitely will be. So far, we will have it at the island bookstore. Um, we will have it, of course, at Watercolor Cafe. Um, we will also have it at Poppins and Little Luxuries and Mission Point. And um, hopefully we'll just keep adding to that list and I will keep it updated on my site. And for those who can't travel there, we are also, it will be available on Amazon as well. That's so exciting. Good for you. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> I love that. I could definitely see it being at so many other places because like the one thing that comes to mind is the grand like they have so many of those great little shops now that it'll be there with that and um and all the other places that you know and watercolor that's great that they have it and pop-ins and little luxuries they offer so many little great books that you just um i could i i did i spent a small fortune in the island bookstore because <laughs> I do love a good book about Mackinac. There's there's a lot to be said about that. Yeah. Are you uh, hoping to maybe go up there and do like book signing or anything? Yeah, so we do have a few of those planned already. Um, so 
during the Lilac Festival. So this is going to be the 75th Lilac Festival this year. So um, it's coming out at a good time. It's a really big year for them. Um, so yes, it's uh, we will. I will do a signing at the Island Bookstore on June 10th. And um, we'll also be at Mission Point the morning of June 11th. And then the afternoon of June 11th, Kate and I will be together at the Watercolor Cafe to sign. Okay, well, this is awesome because that's when I'm going to be up there. So oh, really? I am okay. going to definitely come and get yes. a book and get it signed by you. This is so oh. exciting because one thing that is coming, my nephew is six and I got him oh. the Max, the Turtle Max books. So this yes. is going to be great for him to have that. And I'm racking in my brain, like another one of my girlfriends, she has a young boy. So this is so exciting. Oh, oh my great. God. Yes. Oh, so cool. It. I know. I know. Um, and now, now that you've done this book, now that you've gotten it going, do you have, is, does this book maybe segue into something else? Like it could have a sequel or have you been thinking of something else that you would like to incorporate for a Mackinac book? Yeah, I definitely have had multiple Mackinac ideas over the years. Um, I have other kind of concept type books like this that I've, um, that I've started to develop. Um, I also have a fiction story idea um, that would make a really cute picture book and maybe could get into like a series as well. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just gonna, first I just kind of want to see like what kind of reaction this book gets, what people are hoping for. Um, when they are purchasing something on the island like that. Um, but already the response has been really tremendous. So I'm excited. I, I imagine that it, that it has, I mean, for sure, especially when you're using something uh, with nature that is so prevalent up there on the island. I'm sure that everybody loves that for you to have that. Um, so you've been to Mackinac clearly several times. Uh, what is something that you like to do when you go visit there? Um, yeah, so I definitely, my favorite is probably just riding bikes around the island, just getting off the bikes, you know, here and there. And um, I grew up on the water, always liked being near the water. So anytime I can be close to the water, um, that's a very peaceful experience for me. Um, with the kids, we have really enjoyed going to Windermere Point and we skip rocks. Um, and one of my favorite things to do now is to collect uh, beach glass there. Okay. Um, or, you know, other places around. And um, I had some decent luck. We did it in July a couple years ago. Um, we've done it in September. I would really like to be there in the spring because I know that they say that's when the lake has churned up the most. Um, so, yeah, that's one of our favorite things to do is collect it. We have a little jar that we keep them in. Oh, that's great. I, um, I, I tried to peek when, um, it wasn't in May. It was when I was there in July and I walked along. I didn't have any luck. I didn't find any. I was just, you know, looking a little bit, but, um, I, it does make sense that after the winter, I think it's similar to the days. So that's a good time when you can get the Petoskey stones because oh, it's, right. you know, it's all kind of washed up along there with that. So is Windermere where you generally stay? Um, yeah, so we have stayed at a variety of places. I was shocked when I made this list. Oh, <laughs> so wonderful. <laughs> yes, please do. I love hearing all the different places. <laughs> so I'll share all of them. And um, yeah, so we have stayed at the Iroquois. 
Um, we stayed at the Grand for a few nights after the wedding. We have stayed at the Windermere. I've stayed at Mission Point, Lilac Tree, the Chippewa, and Harborview Inn. Wow, you have stayed. You stayed yeah. at some great ones. Um, okay, yeah. so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna pick your brain here for some of sure. them because uh, some of them I have never had the chance, the opportunity. Uh, obviously, Windermere, I have not stayed there, um, even though I spoke with Robert. Do you like to stay? Is there a certain room that you always like to stay in? Do you like to change it up when you stay there? Um, and, and how did you first come to going to Windermere, honestly? Yeah, I mean, um, no, there's not like a specific room or anything that we that we pick. Um, but just just the that corner of the island, I just really love um, just like it's a little bit quieter. And I love those views that you get of the lighthouses and the bridge there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely stay there a couple times, like I said, around the wedding. Um, and they just have that really quaint porch and everything. And at that time too, uh, Margaret Dowd was, um, you know, there and running that and everything. And so, um, we just knew that she would be a great contact as we were kind of trying to, it was, it was a, um, we started planning the wedding that all of those logistics really in May. So it was a pretty quick turnaround and she was just great to work with and, um, you know, just really accommodated us and made it easy for us. Oh, that's great. That's that. I mean, I've not ever heard that that's not been an issue with that, uh, for anyone staying up there with that. The Iroquois, um, was, was that amazing? Was that a whole yes. different experience yeah, in one, itself too? Yeah, that was new for us. We stayed there for our 10th anniversary in 2019 um, and just really loved it. Um, I think that it might be a little trickier with kids um, just with the room size and everything, but it was um, just so clean and just so, um, you know, just well put together and the colors and everything. And then I really loved the breakfast that they would have because you get that view again of the lake out there with those big glass windows. Um, you know, you can walk out to the patio, you can have lunch or dinner out there. And, um, you know, again, you have Windermere Point right there, you know, the cute spot by the library, all of that is just uh, within a stone's throw. So yeah, it was wonderful. It was I would say one of my favorite places that we've ever stayed. Yeah. Did you um, ha have you had an opportunity to go on that new pier that they put on this last season out there? No, no, I have not. I really no. have seen the pictures, though. It looks amazing. It looks stunning. I know it, it was mind blowing to think about that. I'm I yes. I wonder. I mean, I'm guessing you can still do that if you're not a guest there that you can walk I, out there I, I don't know i mean i guess i would find out if, if you can or not with right. it yeah and that's that's something to add too is that we definitely have had lunch and different things at the iroquois before when we weren't staying there and um especially in the beginning parts of covid um that was really nice to know we could go and sit outside there and have this nice meal so if you're up there and you're looking for a really nice place and if you want to try to sit outside it's just it's a beautiful setting yes um okay so then you said harbor view as well correct yes okay where yes. did you stay when um, you stayed at harbor view 
Um, so with that one, that was probably about 15 years ago, almost now. So that one's been a while, but um, I loved um, just the quaintness of that. And then they had this breakfast out back, like, um, you know, outside in the morning. And um, it was just a very, it was a peaceful setting too. Um, I don't think that I really had ever stayed in that particular area of the island, close to St. Anne's, close to um island house and stuff so um yeah i would definitely go back there yeah it's um i think if the listener's not aware of where this might be at it's not downtown it's not uh you're away from downtown but you're across from the harbor so you get um you get a, a beautiful view um and there's a couple of buildings with the harbor view too i believe that there's not just the one so you have a couple of different options that you can choose from that um i didn't realize that you know did you say that there's a garden out back that you can eat at or you just can go sit out there we were i remember having breakfast there again this is probably 2008 so i'm not sure what it's like right now but um, i would imagine they still have that and it was just really adorable yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure that they do. I'm, I'm sure it's just probably even enhanced more, if anything. Mm -hmm. uh, Chippewa, were you on the water or yeah. were you on the... Okay, so you overlooked the water? Yes, yes, we did. That was, um, that was just my husband and I a little before we had our children. And um, that was just kind of a last minute one. Um, you know, when you're a little bit younger and you have, you know, you don't have the kids and things like that. And we were kind of able to plan more last minute. Um, we had taken a trip up to the UP and then on the way back wanted to stay a night on Mackinac. So at that time, um, it was like, just call the day of and see, and they had something and um, it was, you know, maybe a Monday or a Tuesday. And um, yeah, so that was, that was great too. And beautiful views. Yeah, that is that is that is a great one. I think for anyone looking into it, that you get to overlook it. Did you use the hot tub there? I do know we did not. Oh. But I would love to go back. Yes, that that I think is one of the added bonuses after a long day of walking. <laughs> at least, yeah. especially now, like at my age, I'm like, oh gosh, I just want to sit in that hot tub <laughs> and not think about anything else. It's very, very relaxing with that. I, I truly love that. Um, so when you started thinking about, you know, doing the book and stuff, did you go into the Island Bookstore to kind of get some inspiration, to get some ideas? Um, how did it, How did that kind of work for you with all of it? Yeah, I definitely did. Um... I love that bookstore. It's just like so cozy back there. Um, yeah, so I have a variety of like coffee table books. Um, I had bought a Mackinac based novel there and then of course picture books. Um, so when my kids were younger, you know, we had a lot of the board books and things like that. Um, I have, I have some with me right now. I actually have Goodnight Mackinac Island. Oh. I love that. Cute. Yeah, so this was actually um, written by Mary Jane Barnwell, who owns the Island Bookstore. Okay. And um, and then some that um, came out of Sleeping Bear Press, which a lot, there was quite a few of them in the early 2000s. Um, the Mackinac, the story of the Mackinac Bridge. Oh, um, wow. 
Yeah, so we were actually able to meet this author last year and get this one signed. So, um, yeah, I definitely get a lot of inspiration. And for a while, I kept thinking that, um, you know, there's this this idea I had was probably out there somewhere already, you know, this nature kind of alphabet. Um, but, you know, thankfully, it wasn't yet. And so I felt like it was something that really needed to be told. And um, I'm hoping that families, you know, are going to really enjoy it. And we've also found that um, here in Michigan in third grade, they study they study the state, they study Michigan for their social studies curriculum. So um, I'm hoping that this will kind of add to that as well for them. That's that's great. Um, when you go into the Island Bookstore, the first row is obviously from, you know, like Mackinac inspired um, books and everything like that. Are the children's books in that first one or are they over are the Michigan are the Mackinac inspired children's book in a different part of the store? Because I have to be honest, I always look for the I don't look too often for the kids books. I'm looking at the adult ones. Right. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I do believe that um, they will have the Mackinac based picture books there and they might also be in the uh, picture book area as well um, okay because you know it kind of goes into a, a couple different categories but um, yeah I'm sure they'll be with some of the, the local the local books yeah yeah and it is it is a cute bookstore I I just love bookstores in general I just love going in there when you you started doing the book and trying to figure out how to like how did you even like do the whole like a publisher and how to get all of that process going. How, how did that work for you? Did it help that you were in education and maybe you had some connections or did you just look on the back of books and reach out? Like, how did this work for you? Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like it was a seed that was planted a long time ago and has just been growing for a long time. Um, so uh, my mom was uh, a teacher and also taught art and so she, um, you know, was really into picture books. And so that seed was planted in me. Eventually I um, became a teacher. And so obviously was using picture books a lot with the kids. Um, and then I found out about an author group. It's called the, um, it's called SCBWI, which stands for the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. And there is a, uh, there's one in every state. And so we had our own Michigan one that I joined. Um, and yeah, so once I started doing that, then, um, you know, I was able to get more insider information about kind of publishers and how they all work. Um, I had reached out to Sleeping Bear Press. Um, they also are known for creating a lot of alphabet books, um, but I had not heard back from them. So then I had started working um, with um, Jennifer and I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce her last name, but. Um, <laughs> wallets or wallets um so she runs Mackinac memories publishing okay um on the island and so um she and i had worked on it um off and on for about six or seven months um and so she gave me a lot of um good information about you know just the island in general and kind of the market for this and um you know helped me flesh some things out and um she had connected me with Mary Jane as well. And so 
Um, yeah, then on my own, I had through another author I saw had found Mission Point Press. Um, and so they primarily publish Michigan based books. Mm -hmm. um, so they have a really large catalog. Um, and so I had reached out to them and they really liked the idea. And um, then we got Kate on board. And um, yeah, so that's kind of all how it's um, how it's come together. And uh, we have been really working hard on the, you know, getting it really fine tuned with the um, with the words, with the illustrations, with the edits, with the cover, everything since um, probably around August um, of last year. And so today being um, at the beginning of February, we are about to send it to print now to get the proof copies. So, um, and yeah, so it, it will be available on Amazon and we're using a print on demand type of um, service. So what that means is basically um, stores will be able to order however many copies they want. Um, and, you know, I can have my own stock, but, um, you know, it will be a fairly quick turnaround. And so we can kind of see how it goes and, and play with the numbers as needed. It's probably been a huge learning curve for you with all of this, hasn't it? Yeah, it's a lot more of a business and a lot more marketing and things like that than I had originally thought. Um, there's a kind of a... Um, you know, this idealistic type of idea of being an author and having this <laughs> cozy kind of uh, setup with working and things like that. But, you know, I've heard authors say before that it's at least half of it is the marketing. And, um, and I can already see that, that um, the writing is just a, just a small part of it. There's so many other decisions along the way. No, that does make sense because when you start, if you start sharing a little bit and you just put it out there and then once it keeps going and going and going and sharing it, it's because the writing will be there. The writing, they know that this is good work. They're going to put it, they wouldn't put it out if it wasn't and they wouldn't have agreed to do it if it wasn't going to be something that they felt was. So then at that point, I'm sure that they're like, okay, how are we going to get this going? And, but a lot, a lot involved that I would not even begin to think and know about and reaching out and where to go with that. And especially in the digital era now that we are in, it's a whole other ball game with that too. God, can you imagine trying to do this back before we had all of this? Oh my gosh, no, that would be no, so hard. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. It would be, yeah. I've Through this process too, I've really been, um, amazed to see how great the Mackinac community is. I mean, I've connected with so many different people. I've even had um, like Steve, um, again, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce the last name, but Steve Rasan, who's the Mackinac State's um, park director. He, you know, wrote an endorsement. I had um, Kyle Bagnall who does um, some of the um, kind of the natural tours and things like that. Uh, he's an island naturalist. He was able to read everything over. I wanted to make sure I was being really accurate. Um, I was able to connect with somebody at the Dark Sky Park over in Mackinac City because we did some things with the stars and the sky. And um, so, yeah, between them and then, of course, working with Kate has been a joy. So, um, yeah, it, it really is. It's a really great community. They're very well connected and they really welcomed me in to um, to this market. 
Yes. Yeah, I have to agree. They are, when you start reaching out, they're very happy to do that. They want to see, especially when it comes to the island, but if they see that you're doing something that's going to be uh, promising and, you know, putting the great information out about it, they, they want to have that too because they have the love of it. And they are uh, yes. a wonderful, uh, it, it, it's been incredible as I can speak for myself. So I'm so happy to hear for you. Like they just, they make it very easy. And I, and I, I'm sure you have appreciated that as well. Um, and um, so then are you, so you're heading to the island for the, I lack can't talk, the Lilac Festival. Obviously for the books, but are yes. you going to be able to enjoy yourself? Are you staying at Windermere at that time? <laughs> yeah, we actually did. Um, we did recently make reservation there. So I'm excited to return to the Windermere. Um, and yes, and then we actually have a family place um, kind of near Harbor Springs area, uh, Petoskey area. So um, it's about 45 minutes from the bridge. So we have been able over the last five years or so to really make... Um, you know, a, a decent amount of, of day trips and things like that. But yes, I'm definitely planning on um, having a couple afternoons um, and not rushing back or anything so we can really fully enjoy the island and, um, you know, go up into the island. And there's even a couple of things in the book that I'm not even 100% sure that I've seen or really known what I was looking at at the time. So I'm excited to go do some of that. Yeah, what do your kids like to do? Um, they, like I said, they have really enjoyed, um, skipping the stones. Um, mm. they really just, um, you know, they really enjoyed Marquette park. Um, you know, like just getting even just that little bit out of downtown, just having like a little more space. There's that really cute playground over there. Um, but now that they're a little bit older and they're both able to ride the bikes and things like that, I think this will be really what we've been waiting for is able yeah. to really ride around the island together and do you know get up you know get up to arch rock and things like that with them so um and of course every visit you know also means a trip to you know get ice cream um to go to the bookstore um great turtle toys as well which um i forgot to mention will um has also asked to carry the book so oh wonderful um, yeah. yes yeah that's a, for the listener that doesn't know, it's this cute little toy store, which really, if you think about it, there aren't like, I mean, I grew up with like KB toys and Toys R Us mm -hmm. and stuff like there's not toy stores anymore. So it's so fun to see that. And I don't care if you're an adult, it's fun to walk through there and you kind of revert <laughs> back to your childhood. So, yeah. and that's located right next to Island Bookstore. This is all in the area back, uh, kind of like a little mall area, I guess you could say, right. uh, underneath the lilac tree uh, hotel and suites that you can find um, these great locations for you to go back with like by Mackinac, Birkenstock and all of that. So um, that's great that they're going to have that there with it too. And I'm sure the kids love to go in there and get stuff. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's so fun. It is fun. It is. I enjoy it. I, I, um, I, they also, like the one time we were there, I think it was during the Lilac Festival, I think they had a kite flying event that yes. the turtles, great turtles puts, I think they do it every time for the, and it's down at Windermere Point and they have it all set up there, which is a great spot for you to have that. 
and enjoy yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, too. We love seeing some of the kites flying there. Yes, it's it's just old school. It's just fun to have that, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, like, do you and your husband, um, you know, like, do you guys take a night? Are you able to go off by yourself and do something? Do you guys have a ritual that you like to do at all when you're visiting the island? Um, I would say the only time that we have... Um, since we've had kids that we've been there um, on our own was um, for our 10th anniversary. Um, and, you know, it was just really nice to just take things at our pace. And, um, you know, we, we rode bikes around the island. Um, we actually had plans to go up to wood, the woods uh, for dinner. And somehow we completely missed the turn for that. <laughs> and so all of a sudden we were back <laughs> by the boardwalk and we're like, oh, I guess we missed it. <laughs> It can be um, confusing back there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, and we ended up, we did like a special uh, dinner at the Grand for our anniversary and everything. But yeah, I'm definitely hoping, um, you know, a lot of times my parents will come up with us. And so, um, you know, I think that that would be really fun to kind of, I really want to explore the interior a little bit more and um and get to the woods finally. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never gone to the woods. I mean, I've gone up and seen it, but I've never eaten there. So we're. I'm excited right. to do that as well too. It's. Um. It, it looks like something from a completely different country, just on the outside of it. And then the pictures oh, yeah. that you see of it, you're like, I can't believe that this is here. I just. It doesn't yeah. look real at all. I'm also excited to see all of the construction going on around Stonecliff and stuff. Have you done? a lot of exploring of the inner part of the island i mean i've definitely done some um you know like i said you know on bike rides um you know i distinctly remember that from the eighth grade trip you know that was kind of um going by the cemetery and all of that but um you know we've been up to stone cliff and fort holmes and by the airport and all those areas too um but like one trail that I, I don't even think I knew about that you could actually go up behind um, by the fort there and then kind of enter into Arch Rock through a different way. Like that's something I would uh, really like to try this time. And um, yeah, so, and I'm just excited after I've learned about all these different plants and flowers and animals to just kind of see what um, what we see when we're there and what what's um, happening during that time of year. It's been a while since we've been up there in June. So, so I think even though your book is more geared towards children, even it, I think if there's a lot of information, even with the plants as an adult, it would still be a fun book for you to check out because it's got the information about the plants with it there too. Correct. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. So, um, this kind of a book in my mind, um, you know, and really, obviously it isn't just ages five to 10, it could be all ages, but if you're sharing it with kids, I think of it, like there's three ways to share it. So one would be, if it's a really little one, you know, you're just reading the letters and you know, the names of, of things, you know, A is for arch rock and so on. Um, you know, as they're getting a little bit older, maybe you're doing the letters and the rhymes, um, I know my kids love rhymes. They love that rhythm when I'm reading aloud. Um, and then as they're getting older, then, you know, whether you're reading aloud the information to them or they're kind of pouring through that on their own, um, I think that that's going to be uh, really rich uh, for, yeah, for all ages. Yeah, I agree. I think that that will be 
fun to learn that there's so much so much nature around there that is just beautiful to take in for all of that and I'm I'm excited to see your book and and like the illustrations and everything that goes with it and as it gets closer I'm obviously going to be sharing with everyone too uh, to keep an eye out for it so they can get it as well too like you said they're not going to be able to get up there they can get it on Amazon and I want them to be able to do that is there anything else that you would like to share with the listener um well like I said it's just um it's a great community up there. Um, definitely take your time. Like I've heard a lot of your guests say, I agree, leave downtown, um, get out of that um, busier area. And um, sorry, my, my oh. cat's walking by. <laughs> I am so glad I'm not alone. My cats, my cats do that all the time. You are fine. That is fine. You are fine. <laughs> My cats and um, my dogs is like animal yeah. city over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say most of all, find what makes you feel peaceful. So for me, that's always being close to the water. Um, just beautiful. Just take your time. Um, and yeah, I just hope that people can go and they can really um, explore. Another fun thing that um, we're going to have in the book is... Um, it's not particularly labeled or anything, but um, Kate also has designed a map for the book that um, you can kind of see, you know, where some of these things are um, and that are also in the book. So, um, yeah, I just uh, just enjoy nature and enjoying outside as much as you can when you're up there is is what I would say. I'm really glad that she did do the map for that, because I think that that could be kind of like a fun scavenger hunt in a way for you if you've got um kids that you can be like okay we've got the book now let's take this map and go out and explore it and see what we can find and that would be a great way for them to remember this even more you've tied the book into the island and then they've got these fond memories of visiting the island that is a genius idea i love that so much you guys really sound like you grab something that is you like I said, just when you think you've learned everything you can about the island, you found a little corner that had not been touched about, and you're putting that out there for people to learn with that. And I think that's great, Katie. I can't thank you enough for reaching out and sharing this with me and the listeners, because I think this is going to be great for them to look into. Yeah, thank you so much, Heather. I've really, really loved being on here. Yeah. How great is Katie? I absolutely loved talking with her. And her book, it's been fun to follow her on Instagram to see how it is going along. And um, I have all of her information will be in the show notes for you guys to get to it for her website. And um, her book, again, will be available on Amazon. Kate Dupre, who she worked with for this, is going to be... Um, displaying the original paintings at the Mackinac Island Public Library during the month of July. And some of them may be for sale as well. Um, there's going to be a reception on July 1st. And she's going to keep me updated on that, on anything more as it gets closer so then I can let you guys know. And be sure to, if you're up there during the Lilac Festival, to go and have her sign your book because it'll be just neat to see the face with the person who's created this very memorable book that makes Mackinac even that much more special with that. I know I am very excited to get this for a few people because it's going to be such a great book to have and I can share 
as Kate has um, the the love of as Katie has, excuse me, and Kate of you know the island with everyone in this book. So, um, be sure to check it all out. Emma's for Mackinac. And that concludes this week's episode. I look forward to talking to you next week about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather. Heather.